There are the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. Chat row, Tyler, the moderator, handling the duties there. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You're now listening to the 12.15 Club. Welcome back to another edition of the 12.15 Club. It is Ariel here in the mic, joined as always by my comrades in the back, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy, Eric the Big German, and our guest today, the man who may be giving out a pie in the near future, Jeff in Detroit. Hey. Jeff, Jeff, thanks for joining us. You had you had a pretty big week. We're going to hit a couple topics from you. We're going to bring back some stuff from a couple weeks ago as well. Um, but right off the bat, what gives you or what made you call in and you know predict that the line they're going to make the playoffs? Do you truly believe that, or you just optimistic? Well, at the time, I was feeling very optimistic. I mean, being under the regime that we were under with Matt Patricia, it seemed like we were bogged down. Then you have this guy coming in telling you he's biting kneecaps. He's doing everything. He's starting to bring in the right crew. And my thinking is this. I'm guessing that if you can go ahead and revamp the whole situation, I was hoping that we would get a better schedule. Now, I'm not feeling that great about my prediction in all honesty looking at the Lions' schedule. But I will say this, that uh, Dan Dan uh, um, um, Campbell has people believing in this town, and, and that's all that you can ask for. So I'm, I'm feeling, you know, I'm one of those. I'm still trying. I'm drinking the blue Kool-Aid, man. That's what it is. And, I mean, this is a different uh, pace for you because you're usually super pessimistic about your teams. You call. I, I was looking back on one of your calls today. And you were like, you know what? I just come to terms with my team suck. Michigan football sucks. The Tigers suck. The Lions obviously didn't have a great year last year. So this is like yeah. a different, different for you. It was. It, it had gotten to the point where it was just. Uh, ooh, the light coming in. It had gotten to the point where it was just one of those things where it was, man, Detroit. Is you, you get so used to those championship teams and those times when you see so much happening, and then it just goes away. It's like you have nothing to look forward to. I remember it was – we were so – we had so many championships. The Pistons won. Then you turn around and you were celebrating the Red Wings, and it was just like nonstop partying. We had parades, and then all of a sudden, poof, they're gone. <laughs> What about this uh, added now piece with McLovin that, you know, he would drive all the way to Detroit to get pie. Have you started thinking about pies that you can pie them with? Um, oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Chat Row is so behind this. Shout out to Chat Row. I had got I, I got messaged by a, a viewer. She doesn't get on Chat Row, but she an avid list. She listens to you guys all the time and wanted me to tell you guys that she loves. Her name is Amy in the UP. She says, I will drive down with whatever type of pie you decide to hit him with. I just want to be there. And it's just like this overwhelming. Thing. I'm going to have to get an extension on the Lions bandwagon from for just for Chad Rowe because <laughs> I'm going to tell you, if they pull off something as miraculous as that and he drives down here, oh my goodness. Such great content. <laughs> Eric, 
So Jeff, uh, thanks again for coming on your second appearance in 1215. But um, what would be better from your perspective? The, the thought of McLovin having to drive across halfway across the country to Detroit to get the pie and turn around or you to be able to come to the man cave, have a meat Friday and get to give McLovin a pie to the face. What would be better for you? For me? Yeah. In all honesty, come on. Now, when you guys had uh, a area on earlier, and it was like, oh, my God, he's talking about coming to the man cave. I would love to come there. I mean, not for me, in all honesty, coming to the man cave and hitting him with the pie would probably be, like I said, I had got a call. Go ahead. What were you getting ready to say? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, maybe instead, when you get here, you get five pies. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to be a part of the team. You know what I mean? Most definitely. And I was saying that to a caller earlier talking about – uh. Are uh, they ripping on people? I said, if you get ripped on by the Dan Patrick crew, you're in. I mean, it's like a, a, a it's it's a term of endearment from you guys. Yeah, we talk about that often, especially like with Dan. If you know Dan's not happy with you, if he's not talking to you, if he's kind of walking around the man cave making fun of you, it's usually a good side that you're on his good side. Dill? Um, well, I was going to say back to the, uh, the pie situation, the bet. I mean, Jeff, obviously the Lions making the playoffs is a pretty bold wager. So I don't see that it being unreasonable that you can work in a trip to the man cave while McLovin drives out to Detroit and waits for you to get back. So kind of like best of both worlds scenario. <laughs> you guys workshop it and I'll be down with whatever. I mean, we'll brainstorm is- a little. Listen, yeah, most definitely. I trust that you guys will come up with the perfect resolve to this situation. You always do. And I, you know what the funny part is? I get your sense of humor. I get the show so clearly it's not even funny. And there's times that I see myself doing things from the show, and I don't even know that I'm doing it. It's, it's the darndest thing. Jeff, you've kind of set a bit of, uh, I guess, a trend. We had a caller from Arizona, Mo in Arizona, call in today. And I don't know if you caught him or if you were listening at that point. Um, but he had some I words. I like the tail end of it, but what was he getting ready to say? He, he, had, he had some words for you, so we're going to bring back that audio. Since Jeff in Detroit's feeling so spunky, how about instead of waiting till week nine when they're already out of the playoff race, how about week one, go against my Niners, and we'll do a virtual bet then. Hit him up and see what he says. You see this right here? I'm not scared, baby. Will you see this right here? I'm not scared, baby. Let's Jeff's wearing a Detroit shirt and a Detroit hat, and he has a Lions blanket. Is that a Lions blanket, Jeff? Oh, yeah, it's like a little towel, you know, a little a little towel. Like, woo, woo. Yeah, Detroit Lions, but most definitely, man. I Listen, I'm not sure what they're going to look like, but I can um, – I put my mo- I, I put my money where my mouth is. Let's do it. Virtual All right. pie to the face. So virtual a virtual pie, pie to the face. You heard it here first on the 1215 Club. Jeff in Detroit versus Mo in Arizona. Loser takes a pie. You send in the video. We'll do it for a look. And, well, I got to get that cleared up by uh, some of the higher-ups. But I'm sure they'd be fine with, you know, a pie to the face and a look-in. Uh, Marv. Hey, Jeff. What's the closest you've ever been – to giving up as a fan of the Lions? I'm going to tell you like this. It was t- it, there were times collectively that I would go to barbershops and other spots. When we 
put our heads together and start looking at the Lions roster and notice that Matt Patricia had damn near replaced every former Detroit Lions that was on the roster and replaced them with a, a, a former Patriot of some sort. It was at one point we had more Patriots, former Patriots on a, a team, than we started with, with Detroit Lions. And it was at that point that I just got sick, null on the inside, man. And I felt bad. I'm going to tell you who I felt really, really bad for, Matt Stafford, because that guy, no matter what he balls out, L.A. has a, a, a hell of a quarterback coming to them, man, and, and, and I, I'm hoping that he gets success because the things that he did for Detroit cannot be understated. He was in the community. That guy was a part of Detroit as long as he did, and he suffered for so long. So around that time with uh, Matt Patricia, right around that Matt Patricia era, and after coming from Jim Caldwell, go on to that, man. We're being joined by Jeff in Detroit. Jeff, before we let you go, you had an incident on March 8th that played out on air. We're going to bring that back as well. Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> going to go ahead and drop Jeff. Yeah. What the hell's going on? I don't know. How did it time out that when he called you, you dropped the F-bomb in that very oh. moment? Because you must have been on hold for, what, 15, 20 minutes? I remember exactly what happened. I was inside the vehicle, and what I usually do is I listen to see what was happening. Now, if you remember correctly, he had a guest on, so I had jumped out the car, and I had the phone in my pocket. So I'm listening with, you know, with the phone in my pocket, and it was on speaker. And that was just my fault because usually when I interact with the show, the one thing I try to do is make sure that I sit still because so much goes on around me, man, at one point in time. It's like the dark. In fact, Monday, somebody's talking to me. I was doing three things at once. But at this particular time, he had, the caller had dropped his call and he came to me like on the side thing. I'm thinking that he was going to be on the phone with the caller for a while as he does his interview, but he shot to me and me not knowing. And then the next thing I know, people on chat row started to chime and I'm like, wait a minute, what happened? I was like, oh my God, man, I, I felt so bad that day because I. Did not remember. Listen, that's not the worst of it. I'm glad you caught that portion of it. (laughs) (laughs) I swear, I'm glad you caught that particular portion of it. Uh, Dill. Um, I mean, if it's any consolation, Jeff, that's probably my favorite call to date while working here. So you succeeded (laughs) in that. Oh, my God. Listen, I tell you, I felt so bad because I said I was trying to remember exactly what I had said and how much you guys had heard because it was to the point where I'm like, man, it, it just it's sickening because you get a it was a brand new car. She hadn't even went and got it washed yet. And here's somebody stealing the airbags, but I had no clue. Had no clue. I think I gave a pretty good apology, man. I felt so bad that day. So you didn't how long did it take you to figure out that you just had dropped an F bomb on the show? Like you're saying that you didn't realize it in the moment and chat row. How long did it take that to kind of manifest? Me getting on somebody uh in chat row, the bless I, like I said, I love chat row. Those are my people. Somebody in chat row was like, Way to go, Jeff. F bomb. And then I personal <laughs> messaged him. I said, Oh my God, what did I say? What did I say? They said, Ooh. <laughs> and somebody wrote, Ooh. 
I was like, oh my God. I was like, <laughs> I was about that big. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's, that's funny. Marv, you got the last question for Jeff. All right, since you're dropping F-bombs, hey, do the Lions make you drop F-bombs that often? I'm going to tell you like this. During, and this, here again, back to your Lions question. During the Matt Patricia era, and I ne- I have a, um, I'm blessed to have a mother that's 86 and that still drives. She's like everything to me. So, you know, the one thing that I try to do is watch myself, never cuss around her. And, um, a friend of hers and me were talking. And you know how guys get to talking? And we were talking, talk, rapping. You understand how you bros get to broing. And me and old dude was broing. And he asked me a question about Matt Patricia. And the F-bomb flew out. And it stopped. I was like, man, that's And it was like, and she just shot the mama eye at me. You know what I'm saying? And I went, oh, mama, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yes, I mean, and it's like that, man. I mean, back they were doing it to me. It, it, it literally guts you. But I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic about the year. I'm hoping that it, it turns into McLovin getting a pie in the face, man. However it comes, me traveling there, him traveling here, us meeting on a turnpike. Listen, <laughs> I got a pop on. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I can speak for all of us here at the studio. We're rooting for the Lions this year um, just to see McLovin get a pie. I, I think even just to add, just having or the visual of having him drive all the way to Detroit, just to get pied in the face and then him having to drive back is just funny oh, in itself. Oh, my goodness. It, it really is. Of course, we would have lunch or something like that. I could not let, let my dude <laughs> go without picking his brain. He's an oxymoron. He's like the smartest idiot you'll ever meet, the smartest <laughs> dummy. That, and, and, and it's funny because he really stands on it. That is him through and through. And I, his resiliency, hey, listen, none of it. His resolve, it is what it is. Like, okay, McLovin. Jeff, we appreciate you joining us. Um, you're our favorite, one of our favorite callers here at the Dan Patrick Show. Thank you for your contribution week in and week out and your uh, commitment and fandom for the show. Man, listen, I want to tell Weeks happy birthday to Tyler. Happy belated birthday. You guys make it happen every week, the unsung heroes. And we in chat row really understand that. And we love you guys for everything you do every day, man. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure, my brother. We appreciate you, Jeff. Have a good one. Have a good weekend. You too now, brothers. Take care now. That was Jeff in Detroit. Always a pleasure to have him on and talk to him. He's just a funny guy. He he blends well with the guys. Can't say much more about him than he's just all around good dude. Dill? Well, so one thing I was noticing while we were just talking about how much of a disaster um Detroit sports are mm-hmm. when he, Jeff was wearing a uh a tiger's hat on the zoom call and i i think that tiger's logo might low-key be like the best one and it is i had that tiger's logo when they went to it's the the cleanest it's the cleanest one i mean they're terrible but like that's like on the the rushmore of logos i think they were good at one point and i i mean they went to the world series against who was it in oh not oh four I don't remember who they went to the World Series against, and they had like I had the, play the Detroit Giants? Tigers. Yeah, I think so. Was it? It was the Detroit Tigers hat, and it had like the patch on the side. It was fresh. Yeah, fresh logo. Say. That and the Red Wings logo also on there too. But 
Shout out to yeah. Detroit sports. He was decked out in the entire Detroit sports army. He had like the Lions flag, the Tigers hat, Detroit shirt. Yeah, Marv. I got to respect anybody who roots for the Lions because, <laughs> man, you got to get off that narcotic. I mean, that is just something that's just not good for you. It looks like it tears families apart. And I got so much respect. He said the Lions are going to make the playoffs, and hopefully they do because I am ready to see McLovin get on that road trip to Detroit, go there for a few hours, and then come back. He's going to be on the road longer than he's going to be in Detroit. Yeah, and I know, which, which is oh. the funniest part about it. Actually, I had I thought of another little wrinkle we could throw into that, that bet. What if McLovin has to take a Greyhound bus to Detroit? That'll <laughs> take like four times longer than just driving out there in his car. So we can get, just now that that's on the record, we'll put that on the. Uh, well, we'll see if Dan clears that. I'm, I'm I'm sure Dan's up for us. I mean, adjusted, the ticket's probably going to be like twenty bucks. So. <laughs> Financially, just, we just played a basketball game. Dan was watching. I shot uh, five shots from my corner, my infamous corner. I made two out of five, which is I swished both of them. And the other two were no air balls. So I think I think I'm making progress from my corner. What do you guys think? You guys were there. I definitely had the over on air balls um, and I only had you making one. So I was way off. But Marv had me making two he was right on point i think dan was a little bit impressed by it i think he was like everyone was impressed you just didn't completely miss the basket on at least one yeah well usually you're good for at least one or two of those i am especially from that corner i don't know if i just have the yips from that corner at this point or i just suck it could be corner be the latter eric's now joining us from his car so if you notice the difference in uh the sound of his voice that's the reason Eric, I had one question for you uh, specifically this week, uh, and it didn't get actually brought up on the show at all, and I guess that's my question. Dan's birthday is tomorrow, and there was zero mention of it by Dan Patrick or any of the Danettes. Why do you think that's the case? I don't know why it happened. Um, I'm pretty sure it was uh, conscious, Um, and I know that because I talked to uh, a couple of the Danettes about uh, the – fact that his birthday was the next day and it was Saturday and and, uh, what we were going to do. And uh, yeah, so I don't know why. I mean, Dan's not one for celebrations on air. He's historically always made fun of them. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the first one that I ever, because like I came from a more uh, traditional studio environment where like anytime anyone had a birthday, you had a cake and did like a little 30 second segment on air. Mm-hmm. And so when I came to DP show, they were like, no, we don't do that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, the first time we actually did a birthday celebration was for Paul's birthday. And, and I don't Todd know. Cut the was... cake. No, it, this was in New York. This was probably 2014 or 15. Okay. And we did, it was last minute and which was kind of crazy. They were like, Hey, we want to do a meat cake for Paul. And so we're in New York city. We had, we had just got the Traeger partnership, but, we didn't have anything in New York City for it. And so um, I had to get a barbecue restaurant that had food that was open because we got off the air at noon. And I had to get it, you know, get someone to the restaurant and then get the food, get it back to the studio, build the cake all before 1140. And that's not easy in New York. Um, uh, so I, it just sticks out to me. Uh, I'm not looking for credit, but it was just a memorable crazy kind of day but that's the first time i remember doing an acknowledgement on air and we've done several most of which were kind of setups for todd to cut the cake but um, yeah but yeah so i'm guessing that dan just didn't want to make a big deal out of it 
What if, what do you say if we get him a pie on like Monday? Or get a him a pie? You mean like the thirty pie shells that he bought that are sitting in the? Well, uh, well maybe not a pie, kitchen? but how about we get him like a, a a cake for Monday, and just come in with it and be like, oh, we didn't forget, or kind of make I don't know. No, anybody in on that? What about like a bottle of tequila? Or shepherd's pie. Shepherd's tequila pie. That's a good call, Mark. I think Dan's a big shepherd's pie guy. Maybe de- some deviled eggs. <laughs> Not one, deviled eggs. You've got the reputation around here as uh, a degenerate. Mc- McLovin actually referred to you as the degenerate in the back today. Yes, he did. He actually came back and was asking for some some betting information regarding Aaron Rodgers. Um, are you in, are you going to embrace that or what do you think about that whole degenerate persona you have surrounding you and you've kind of implanted yourself into that at this point? Yeah. I mean, I think it's sort of a badge of honor for better or worse, probably for worse. Um, better. I see what you did there. Better. Yeah. For B E T T O R. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I mean, I, you know, it is what it is. I, I guess it's apt. I've actually been to be, to be fair lately, granted, like it's slower now, you know, there's no football, college basketball, whatever. So I've been less of a degenerate, but that should pick up again shortly. So. Yeah. We've had a couple of tough runs of lately uh, yeah. with some MLB parlays. So, I mean, my Christmas run was catastrophic, but I rebounded <laughs> and then, and then fell back to earth again, to which is, how it goes to say the least uh you guys we're gonna keep going down the run down here you guys may have noticed i don't know if you guys watch on peacock or fox sports but if you were watching on peacock this morning we didn't roll a show open eric could you just give a little behind the scenes as to what happened there if anybody out there is wondering what happened to the normal morning meeting that we usually go there today was a weird day uh in the control room because we we started the show so you know, we get in, I get in at 7.30 Eastern and, um, you know, check in with our friends at Peacock and make sure they can see us and hear us and all that stuff. And then we did the, we pre-taped a couple things. I went through all the archive clips that we were going to play off the server. And I got sucked into this hole uh, looking at archive clips on our, on an old YouTube uh, page that we had. And um, I knew we were coming to Arab and I was like, all right, well, I just got one more clip left to watch and peacock's gonna check in normally they check in anywhere from 10 minutes to two minutes to air um and so i, I just i don't know i got sucked into it and all of a sudden it's 8 30 which is the time in the studio that we go live and i didn't hear from anybody and i'm like hello 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 and the guy who was the, the master control was like oh i thought someone else was counting you and sorry yeah you're up I'm like, okay, well, it's a time tape piece that we play from 8.58.30 up until 9 o'clock straight up. And so I was like, all right, well, I can't roll it now. So we just went to the outdoor shot and played some music, and then eventually we just got there. But, yeah, it was a little odd. We did end up using that content, and we did play it later in the show. Though. Yeah, I mean, I thought that morning meeting was great, too. Just seeing – I saw yesterday on Instagram when he posted on his story with uh, Paul McLovin working out. Um, and it's really <laughs> – <laughs> a sneak peek at what goes on back here uh, when the show's over. So I thought it was a lot of fun. I was like, damn, we missed out on opening the show with that. But I'm happy that it, was, it got in there because I just thought it was really funny content. Last topic to get through this week is the deviled egg controversy. 
Did anybody try them for the first time today? No. I've had them a bunch of times. So I've I've had them once, I think. They're usually like a baby shower food. I feel like I had them in my teens at a baby shower. Yeah, or just, a big Easter brunch food. Yeah, and I just I'm out. I don't like the texture of the egg. And then to put a topping on it, when I saw how Dan reacted to it, I was like, there's no way I'm gonna like this. Dude, I thought he was gonna yak like on TV. It, it looked like it. It looked like he, he was, was made that, I've seen that face before. I've made that face before. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you're a devil that guy, right? Honestly, I thought they were really good. I think I probably had uh, three or four of them. They were very good. And also, super behind the scenes, um, Chad from Traeger was just happened to be driving through doing some events on the East Coast, and uh, he stopped by around 12.15 uh, Eastern to see Dan, say happy birthday, and he got to try the deviled eggs, and he said they were really good. Tyler continues this streak of just putting out some good food. Even Dan said after the show today, off the air, a lot of people are starting to forget about Alan Guzzi with uh, the performance that Tyler's putting on him lately, which is high, high praise. We'll see what encore he puts on next week. That's all we got this week for the 1215 Club. For myself, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy, Eric the Big German, this has been the 1215 Club. We will catch you next week. Have a good weekend, everyone. 